What's up, guys? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ. Welcome back, everybody. Um, So today we're going to be talking about Dallas, episodes 6 through 10. So I'm going to take you guys back over to episode 6. Refresh your memory a little bit so we can talk about um, uh, the past few weeks of Dallas. So if you recall, episode 6... some of the main things that were going on. Basically, it was the dinner party that Tiffany hosted at her house. Um, Not much going on that episode, or really at all during the past couple weeks, but I did take a few notes here and there um, that I can share with you guys. So something that I think probably irked us all was Tiffany's um, text that she sent out with the time limit saying that everybody needed to be be out of the house by 10.30. So I, and just, then she had like a general house rules when everybody came and she kind of like explained everything to them. Here's my thing. I think with Tiffany, it was kind of like, um, like 50% of me was just like, you know, yo, yeah, those are things that bother me too. And then 50% of me was just like, okay, this is a little much. So for me, it's like, you know, I think... (laughs) It's just kind of weird. I feel like she's just a little too much, you know? I think her personality comes off really strong, and the whole rules thing is just, it's not a very welcoming hosting type, not a very welcoming host type, you know, way of, I don't know how to explain it, because I'm not a dinner party host, but I just think it's a little bizarre that she has a rules list that, you know, all these women need to follow. I mean, they're not animals, and they're not kids, so. I also did think it was a little fucked up to have the women eat the crickets on the pizza and then not tell them about it after. Um, I think that was a little, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't think that that was cool. I'm, I'm kind of like, like I told you guys earlier with, you know, how Tiffany was making Cameron eat the chicken foot or whatever. I just, you know, if somebody doesn't want to eat something, then they don't want to eat something. I don't feel the need to force that upon them. I think, you know, food shaming is, you know, really stupid. So I just was, I didn't really, I don't know. I, I, I thought it was kind of rude to do that. Um, and then I also just thought that Brandy was being way over dramatic with the whole, I mean, she was like throwing up. I mean, had, had she not even known, like if, have Tiffany not even said anything, she would have been perfectly fine. It's not like her stomach was hurting and it's not like she was feeling nauseous before she was told that information. So I do think she was being a little dramatic. Um, I mean, it's a cricket. It's not, you know, it's not like you're eating a live rat. I don't know. I just think it's kind of stupid that she was making such a big deal out of it and like puking and everything. I don't know. So episode seven was the beginning of the Austin trip with the ladies. And um, again, not much drama going on except for Carrie and Deandra were feuding a little bit. And um, I remember Deandra was claiming that Carrie was poking and prodding. I think that was what she had said. And at the beginning, I was kind of like, you know, I understand Carrie's hurt feelings. Deandra obviously, you know, was being a little, um, little too self self absorbed in their friendship. I totally understand that. I've been with, I've been friends with people who are like that, so I, I understand that. Um, but then I thought that Carrie was being a little too harsh, especially at the dinner table with with her, saying like, you know, you could leave if you don't have to be here, whatever. I mean, it's not like, I mean, it was. I don't know. I just think it was a little too mean um, on Carrie's part. And I remember reading some tweets or something from like Margaret from New Jersey saying that, you know, I I feel bad for her. 
in regards to Deandra, like, you know, I, I wish someone would have stuck up for her. I was really surprised that no one really stuck up for Deandra besides Tiffany. And then it somehow started to be about Tiffany um, and, and Brandy. And I, I don't know, like, I don't, I didn't see anybody really sticking up for her. So it was kind of disappointing. Um, personally, I don't think Deandra is that terrible of a friend. I mean, I guess maybe there's something that we don't know, but I thought that Carrie was, again, being a little harsh on her. So they left episode seven on a cliffhanger for us, and then they resumed with um, episode eight. They, you know, resumed that whole cliffhanger for us. Um, And I was really shocked to see at the beginning of the episode, if you guys recall, um, Stephanie actually confronted Tiffany, um, which I didn't really think that she would do because Stephanie usually sticks pretty quiet or stays pretty quiet, sorry, um, and sticks to her own. But, um, it was, it was kind of odd to me that she, she felt the need to bring that up, but I'm glad that she did because obviously the dinner party was a bit awkward only because of the rules list and, you know, the time limit and everything. It was just awkward. So, um, but yeah, I was props to Stephanie for sticking up for herself and kind of speaking for the group in a way. Um, one thing I did notice was that, um, Cameron kept, um, you know, going hard on Tiffany saying that, you know, she, she doesn't like when people correct her, which I agree. I mean, I've seen that before. I, I, um, not saying that I don't like when people correct me, but I've seen that on the show before and she, she just doesn't like when people correct her. I mean, it's plain and simple. Um, but then she kept throwing this term around called social awareness and, I don't know how that really had to do with anything. I was just a bit confused. I don't really feel like Tiffany, you know, is lacking in the social awareness. I actually feel like she's very much so socially aware. <laughs> so I don't I don't know. I mean, I just felt that Cameron was, um, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? She was, you know, grabbing at sticks. You know, she was kind of just, she was grabbing at something to make it seem like she wanted to, you know, blame Tiffany for something. And I, I don't... I don't think that Tiffany has been that abrasive besides the whole rules list and the food. I don't really think that her personality is that abrasive in my opinion. So I don't know if you guys remember this, but it was like a little moment um, when the women were on like a pontoon or a ship or something. I think they went on a yacht or I don't know. They were like on a boat or something. And um, something had happened with like the medicine, like the ladies were asking for like a seasick nausea medicine or whatever. And then Brandy, like, got all quiet, and then they were like, is everything okay? And she was just like, Tiffany, I'm sorry, but I thought you were, like, implying that, like, I just drugged you guys. Like, I don't know, I was sitting there, and I was just like, what? Like, I I already, like, when that, before that situation was happening, um, I talked about this on After Hour Tea, I already feel like Brandy has just been a little disconnected this season. Um, and besides being melodramatic, I think that um, she has just been so weird this season. I think she's just been off. And um, honestly, I feel like it has to do with, you know, her whole uh, racial controversy video of her mocking Asians. I think it really changed her personality-wise. Like, I think she, you know, needs lessons on social awareness, to be to be honest. I mean, she used to be, like, so outgoing and fiery and everything and she's still got a little bit of that spunk in her but what I've noticed this season is she's so like reserved and pulled back and very quiet which is just not like her so um yeah I don't know I've just it was kind of odd to me that she just randomly out of us out of the blue was just like yeah I you know I I feel like you were implying that like I drugged you like I didn't know what medicine and Tiffany would like looked at her and was like what like how did that even come up I 
she was just like, no, I was just explaining the the drug because the first drug you gave us melted in our mouth and this one doesn't. So it was obviously a different pill or it was a different, I, I don't know. I was just sitting there and I was just like, why is she making such a big deal out of this? Whatever. I thought it was bizarre and she's melodramatic. That's my opinion. So then the episode was left off with Deandra and Carrie um, making up, which was nice to see. I actually didn't expect... I mean, Carrie's a pretty forgiving person, so I'm, I'm glad that they kind of worked it out. Um, but what? I, yeah, I was just shocked that she was as forgiving as she was just because she fights so hard. And um, so I was expecting her to have a little bit of that pullback and hold that grudge. But she's very forgiving as long as you come with an open heart and open mind. So I think... Um, their makeup was really nice to watch on the, on, you know, it was a nice moment to see. So episode nine, I don't know why, but I, I took like a couple notes, but I'm like kind of blanking on what was going on. Um, so my couple notes that I wrote was, I just felt like T- Tiffany is being a little overly sensitive. And I think part of that has to do with her workload, which is a segue into my next note, where I said that Tiffany's workload versus the other ladies is a lot different. So I think what, in my opinion, I think that because I know the ladies are kind of getting into it earlier this season about who, you know, who was working and who was not and what whatever. Tiffany works five days a week and some of these ladies don't or they're self-employed. So I think that's very much so different than working a nine to five job like Tiffany does. So um, I think her workload is a lot heavier in that sense than some of the other ladies. Um, and I think part of that has to, or I'm sorry, uh, I think that has to do with her oversensitivity or her hypersensitivity. So um, I don't judge her for that, but maybe, um, I, I did take this note, I don't think that maybe she fits in very well with this group, only because this group is very, or just the Housewives world in, in general, the, the the group is very, um, you know, dinner party, lunch, dinner party, lunch, get together, girls trip. It's very much so like, um, it's it's work, you know, in a, in a way. So maybe this isn't for her, so I don't know if maybe this is going to be her one and only season. I guess we'll have to wait and see towards the end of the season and also her attitude towards the reunion. Another takeaway that I have from episode nine is Brandy feeling like she's walking on eggshells with Tiffany. And again, this just circles back to my point that I feel like Brandy is still getting over that racial, you know, controversial video that, you know, that was resurfaced at the beginning of last year. I think it really took a toll on her. And I think she's almost lashing out on everybody else, whereas she should just work better on herself um, because none of these women, including Tiffany, I think are judging her at all. So I think she kind of just needs to, the sooner she moves forward and accepts that she made that mistake is the sooner that all these women are just going to respect her even more. Um, Cause I mean, not, nobody, like I said, nobody's judging her and I don't think anybody has lost respect for her, especially Tiffany, considering that she is Asian. Um, but um, Tiffany has already made it clear with her multiple times that, you know, she understands that that Brandy made it out of ignorance and and she, you know, it, we, we don't need to talk about this anymore because we've talked about it before. And I think um, Brandy is just, you know, she's dwelling on it. And I think for no reason, really. So then there was three moments that I took um, notes for during episode 10, which was on Tuesday. Um First of all, Deandra and her whole, I don't know if I've said this before, but Deandra and her whole meditation thing is just, it's like a part of her storyline this year. And it's, to me, it is super annoying. I don't know about you guys, but I don't really feel like the show is a place for um, religion, 
um, spiritual beliefs. I don't feel like that should be on the show at all because everybody has differing opinions on that. Not to say that I don't believe in meditation. I mean, if that's what floats your boat, then that's what floats your boat. And same goes with Christianity or Catholicism, whatever, Judaism. I, I don't care what you are, but I think that when you're on a show like this, it's kind of like to make it a point of your storyline, I think is just a bit much. Um, because in, in all honesty, so far from Deandra, we haven't seen anything going on with her personal life. All we've seen her f- film individually is with her shaman, which I think is just completely boring. Um, so I'm hoping that next season, if there is a next season for Deandra, um, she focuses a little bit more on what's going on in her life, like she's done in previous seasons. Um, I love seeing the dynamic with her mom and her, Mama D. Um, last season was a bit challenging for her, I know, because you know Mama D is constantly coming after her. Um, and that kind of segues into my next point where I said, um, of the, um, you know, Deandra and her mom getting into it. So that, that comment that was made, um, during the party, if you didn't catch it, um, was, I think Jen, um, the friend of, was asking, I want to say it was Jen, was asking why she has her stepfather's last name if it was her stepfather. And Deandra said, well, mom, what do you want to tell them? And her mom said she changed it because she thought she could get more ahead in life by by switching it, which Deandra said is a flat-out lie. Do I believe this? I don't know. I mean, I would like to not believe it, but I don't really have a reason not to, and I don't really see why Mama D would make that up. Um, especially when she knew she was miked and on camera. She just She's such a straight shooter, I don't see why she would make that up. And Deandra was wasted, so I don't I don't know. I mean, um, in my opinion, I feel that Deandra, just from past seasons, is uh, I don't know. I mean, she's she's babied. I can tell by her family, and I think she's you know just with the whole company. Like if you guys have followed since the beginning, Deandra when she came on the show, I mean, she was already struggling with you know her mom and her relationship because she wanted to take over the company and have all this money and her mom kept saying well you don't want to put in the work and um so it's kind of like i don't really have a reason to not believe mama d so i guess we kind of have to wait and see till we dive into that more maybe at the reunion um if mama d makes an appearance which she normally does um (laughs) but um there was one more thought i wanted to say i'm trying to remember what it was I, oh, I, what I was going to say was she, uh, Deandra had made a comment saying, great, now I'm losing my inheritance. And I feel like that didn't help her case at all because that just made it seem like she was spoiled. I mean, this is a woman who I'm pretty sure she's in her fifties. Um, I don't know why she still gets an inheritance. I I don't know. I mean, just, that's so bizarre to me. Um, (laughs) or like, I, I, I don't know that just, I don't know how inheritance inheritances work. But to me, I feel like Deandra should, at this point in her life, and since she's a public figure now, be making money to support herself and wouldn't need any sort of inheritance. So that's just my opinion. But um, I thought that was a bizarre comment to make on camera. And I don't know if maybe she just didn't realize that she had said that because, like I said, she was loaded. Um, But um, yes, in summary, do I believe Mama D? I don't really have a uh, reason to not believe her. So I'm going to say yes about 85 percent of me believes in that so i don't know we'll have to see what happens well my friends we have reached the end of this reaction i hope you enjoyed it i hope you're enjoying dallas um 
something I like about Dallas is it's not super... Um, I don't know. I mean, we have enough franchises where it's back-to-back drama, and I kind of like just seeing these women's, these you know, these journeys that these women go through. I kind of just enjoy. It's kind of like my fun series because um, it's not as heavy. It's more light, light-hearted and fun. So um, I have been enjoying it. It's a little boring at times, like I said with like Deand, for example, Deandra and her shaman. I don't really care to see that, um, but I enjoy seeing the women with their families. I enjoy the group trips. Um, and yeah, so um, hopefully we will kind of get some reunion, or I'm sorry, get some news on the reunion and like when that's going to be occurring, hopefully soon. Um, the season can't, I can't imagine the season being more than 20 episodes. It's got to be, I mean, that'd be crazy if it was because they filmed during COVID. So I will update you guys as I know more. But um, I from here on out, as I'm sure you're already aware, I will be doing the Dallas episode reactions in groups of five unless um you know we end on a um odd number or what have you so anyways thank you guys so much for tuning in and i will talk to you soon thank you guys so much for listening if you liked it please subscribe so you know when the new episodes are here as always send me a voice message if you have any questions or any drama you'd like me to address Follow me on Instagram at AJ Jafari for updates on the podcast. Until next time, this was Housewives Happy Hour with AJ.